Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Self-Published Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Pearson, and I'm joined today by my husband. Hi, I'm Nolan. And we have another guest today. It's our baby. <laughs> so he's supposed to be taking a house right this minute, but taking a house. <laughs> Are you supposed to be taking a house? No comment from the baby. I'm surprised he's been very chatty. Um, he's supposed to be taking a nap right now, but he did not want to take a nap. And he's transitioning to two naps a day instead of three, which is exciting for us. Um, it's not exciting for us. Anyway, um, do you have any updates? No, not really. Um, let's see. I'm still working towards my book launch. I ran a bunch of ads on the book covers, the different book covers I created for the, um, for the series and the clicks showed me which ones worked best. And so I've switched all of those around so that the one that got the most clicks ended up being the first book cover. And, uh, as is usually the case, the ones that I liked best don't end up getting clicks the most. And so it just shows that readers, you know, authors and readers are not the same people. Um, and what attracts me to a book, it isn't necessarily what attracts a reader to a book. And you want to go by majority, um, not by you or the designer or whatever. Let's see. I've also written a couple new stories just for that, uh, that, um, box set for the box set, the download bonuses or whatever. Um, and what I've got coming up next is I'm going to start um, testing specifics for the ads themselves, not the book. Now that I've got all the book stuff set in place, I need to start testing out um, images that I'll use for the ads and which ads get the most pre-orders and things like that. I've also got to put the book up for pre-order. That's actually something I need to do this week. Anyway, lots going on. Uh, we're busy as usual, so we're going to make this short. Um, oh, geez. If you're listening to this sh this podcast for the first time, this is the best show for marketing and... Um, so I can't remember what I usually say. Marketing tips, motivational quotes, and tons of advice and ideas on the craft of writing itself based off of great and awful movies. And what movie are we doing today? Aladdin, the live-action remake. Yeah, Aladdin, the live-action remake. I did make Nolan go go watch it with me with the kids and um okay so go ahead and give the quote let's just go right through this i believe success is achieved by ordinary people with extraordinary determination by zig ziglar zig ziglar uh read that one more time sorry i believe success is achieved by ordinary people with extraordinary determination we've kind of talked a bit about that like somebody with talent somebody who's dedicated and hardworking will go farther than somebody who is talented and so if you are talented and you're not working then you're not going to go anywhere and if you are not talented and you're not working you're not going to go anywhere but if you are working you're going to go somewhere so yeah exciting what are your thoughts yeah sounds good i don't know um, yeah, it takes a lot more work than people think, I guess, or more products. I don't know. Yeah. Cause I've seen people that don't do very, uh, that I'm better than, but they have a lot more work done than I do. Um, yeah. So we got interrupted by our six year old. So I'm not sure what you were saying. Do you remember? No. That was about the quote. <laughs> uh, I'll just go ahead and go on to the tip. Um, Okay, everyone, um, we had an interruption, and it is now three hours later. <laughs> A brief intermission. Too bad there isn't pretty music to be played during that brief intermission. Anyway, um, we got the kids to bed, and 
It is now 8.30 p.m. on Wednesday, July 17th of 2019, and this episode will be going live tomorrow. That's the hope anyway. Anyway, all right, so the tip for today is on squeeze pages. So we talked about squeeze uh, landing pages. The landing page is what readers see first. It's simple, direct, and readers only have one thing to do. Click on an action button or exit. The next page is what we call a squeeze page. If you're selling a book, the squeeze page is is the website where the reader can buy. So Amazon, iTunes, etc. If your landing page is designed to get newsletter subscribers, a squeeze page will be where they'll put their email address. So I know that this can be confusing to implement. It took a long time for me to get everything figured out and set up. It kind of is like a chicken and egg. You can't, you have to have your newsletter before you can have your squeeze page, before you have your landing page, things like that. And, but, um, you can actually go and check out what I've got, uh, my Mosaic Chronicles landing page, which is pretty much the one I use all the time now. And that is andreapearsonbooks.com forward slash myfreebooks.html or my free box set. I can't remember which one it is. Anyway, this is the link I put in books everywhere and in all the different places where I advertise my free book offer. So once they click on the send my free books button, they're taken to a squeeze page that is on a separate blog and which is where they'll enter their email address. Okay, so the most important thing you need to implement is a simple website with a link to a simple newsletter list. Um, so landing pages, squeeze pages, all of that can come later. Just make sure that you've got somewhere for people to sign up first, and then you can add in the landing page with using the the tips and everything that we've given about landing pages and squeeze pages and things like that. Uh, don't let yourself get overwhelmed. Tackle one thing at a time, basically. Yeah, so are we ready to talk about the movie? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're talking about Aladdin. And uh, I want to talk first about, like, just compare it to the original, the cartoon. So what are your first thoughts about how it compares? Um, it's been such a long time since I've seen the cartoon. The remake felt more like a um, stage play to me. I don't know. Most of the sets felt closed. Yeah, I like would agree with that. Like, like even the throne room or whatever. Like it was all done on a sound stage, like a small one, like mm-hmm. in a room. That's not necessarily a bad thing. But uh probably the biggest difference is the motivation of the genie. Mm-hmm. It gave him a romance um entanglement that he didn't have in the original. Yeah. And that's probably the <clears throat> single biggest character change. Jasmine's got some character changes. Some, but, um, um, yeah, uh, I would say that like the, the, yeah, the genie's role, we've got the role of the handmaid. Now we didn't have that before Dahlia and genie, their uh, love interest with each other. And then like, I compare this all the time to, um, beauty and the beast because beauty and the beast was a horrible adaptation and cinderella. i don't remember having bad feelings about cinderella it wasn't that bad actually but it wasn't anything special and cinderella wasn't like the it wasn't the cartoon turned into a movie it was its own version of the story cinderella which i would prefer yeah well okay so beauty and the beast was almost word for word beauty and the beast the cartoon and it wasn't done better it wasn't in any way better i mean the costumes were kind of cool but they were also very ridiculous at times aladdin i felt like aladdin was better in some ways and worse in some ways you know like 
it had enough originality from the cartoon to not feel like they're just doing the cartoon, but with real people. Like Beauty and the Beast was so disappointing to me for that reason. And I think I liked Aladdin so much because Beauty and the Beast was so disappointing. You know, I go into Beauty and the Beast and I was expecting everybody was talking big about it. It was so awesome and I hated it. And um, Aladdin, I actually enjoyed and especially seeing it in the big screen. It helped, you know. Yeah. Um, what were things that you liked about the live, the live version? Um, I did like the, the genie thing, his motivation, or I should say his entanglement. Yeah. Or whatever you want to call it. Um, it, it, and I don't made him different because in the original, he just loses his bands, but he still has his power. Uh, what I don't like about it is that there wasn't, I mean, I don't know. He gave up being a genie to be a person. And he wasn't really sad about the loss of power, I guess, or anything like well, that. Well, I or... think that he probably had it for so long that he didn't care anymore. He wanted to be a normal person. Yeah. I don't know. He um, felt he felt more 2D in the in the original and in this one he's a little bit more 3D cuz he does have those those motivations. I mean, in the original he wants to be free because he just wants to be free. But in this one, you get the feeling he wants to be free because he wants to be free, but because he also likes the handmaid. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that's like I said, that's probably the most significant character change. Yeah. From the original. And and it's a and it's a good change. Yeah. I was fine with it. Um, it gave him something to do. Yeah. And that changed Aladdin and Jasmine's interactions quite, quite a, a bit. bit. Yeah. Um. It, he it was yeah it was kind of fun like i really liked the robin williams version but i also liked will will smith's version you know mm -hmm. yeah i'm he didn't try to be robin williams which would have been a mistake yeah i agree with that so I he think... he was himself he was will smith as the genie and it worked i think it worked well for him yeah um i i didn't like the computer the cg of him being the genie no, it was kind of it was a little, a little off. distracting, a little bit off. Like his motions, his physical, like oh, there are things about it that didn't feel natural. Like it's they have the 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 power, the ability now to make CG that's better than that. Or they could have just had him do it and then just CG in the parts, the magical the bottom, bottom parts. part. Yeah, that's true. That would have been better. Uh, uh, his body is very different. I mean, he's much stockier, like you know, like the genie was in the cartoon. Yeah. But they could have maybe done that with prosthetics or something. I don't know. Maybe they didn't have time or he didn't want to wear prosthetics or they thought it would be fine, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty distracting at times. But um, I liked that he was human for a lot of it. That, I think that's how they got around it is they yeah. forced it. They made him human more and they gave him a reason to appear human more with yeah. the handmade. Yeah. Handmade. Um, so that worked. Yeah. And I thought. Yeah, I like him. They, they go to the party. He's like, this is my first party in thousands of years. Do not ruin it for me. Yeah. Uh, I think that I felt um, things that, that I think that didn't work for me was Jafar, who I liked. I just felt he was somehow underutilized. 
Yeah, that's actually a good point. Like, the actor who played him, I loved the actor who played him. did a fantastic job. I wanted more Jafar. Yeah, they could Um, have done that. More evil, more more twists with him. I felt like he was in it more in the original somehow. Maybe that's wrong. And might have been because the way they drew him, he was very flamboyant. Yeah, I felt more engaged with him. And and it's not the actor's fault. I just don't think they utilized him as well as they could have. Because he did did a really good job. He was more evil feeling in the cartoon. But that might have been because we were kids when we watched it last. Um, I, I don't I thought he was just as evil now, maybe, but um they also gave him a bit of a backstory where he was a thief originally, yeah. like Aladdin. Yeah. That does come up in the plot, you know, like there's a twist with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is good. I like I like the actor they picked quite a bit. I liked his age. I liked No, he he was good. Like, like the was... fact that he was younger, right? You know, like Jafar in the cartoon feels like he's like fifty or something. Yeah, you know? he wasn't in this. But... And I liked that because it shows his motivation and how what he's willing to do. He is willing to push harder than most, you know? Yeah. So I agree with that. They could have made him made his role bigger. But then they, it would have made the movie longer. Not necessarily have them. I mean, they could have replaced some of the other scenes. I didn't. I don't know. Because they had to take up time to have the genie and Dahlia. Yeah. And instead, I feel like they sacrificed Jafar, maybe. Yeah. To do that, which I like. But I like both. So I wanted both. But yeah. you can't have both. And you, it's a kid's movie. So you have to keep it short. Yeah. Um. So there's that to contend with. You can't have it be two and a half hours, which I hate. I don't think most movies that are two and a half hours justify their existence. Yeah. Um, um, so, okay. So Jafar, okay. So things that did not work for me, uh, the genie turns him into a Sultan and Hakim obeys him. And there's not really anything that makes him be a Sultan. Yeah, exactly. And they actually shoot themselves in the foot by saying like his magic's not really real. Mm-hmm. Like it's just an illusion. The genie's magic. Yeah. That's yeah. They're like, oh, it's not like for really realsies. People well, see what they want to see. Yeah. Then, then it's like, well, then it's not really doing anything and it's kind yeah, of pointless. but like when he becomes a sorcerer his powers he are real power. yeah so i was like what's going on right now like i thought you said it wasn't like for realsies and then all of a sudden it's for realsies and then so my point with that is that he becomes sultan and nothing really happens just all of a sudden hakim and the other one start obeying yeah, he him has for a, no reason he has there's a different no outfit and that's it and that's it there's nothing that shows him being sultan but at, but when he becomes so- the sorcerer he does show that, you know, so that's believable, you know? Right. So when he becomes Sultan, I'm like, why is Hakim all of a sudden, like, I'm going to obey you. All he sees is a different outfit. That does not mean he's Sultan, you know? Yeah. But what did they do in the cartoon? I don't even remember. Because I know that he does become Sultan in the cartoon for a while. I, he uh, he does it, and then he becomes Sultan. Like, everyone follows him. It's not just a switch. I mean, it's like he was always Sultan. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? And it just didn't feel that way, because, like, they're like, and I'm Sultan now, and everyone's still standing around. and yeah. It just felt it, it just felt more legit in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And it just didn't. And plus, they just talk Hakeem out of it. Like they're just like, but you remember, like he's not the Sultan though, and so maybe don't do what he says. And he's like, oh, you're right. That was like ten seconds ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, because mm-hmm. Hakeem is the this captain of the guard isn't in the well, cartoon. He, he is. I mean, they have a head guard guy. Yeah, but he's not. Yeah, he's but not he named. Seen. He's not. At least I don't remember him having a name in the cartoon. Yeah, and. I mean, if you're going to have them, everyone switch sides, like have it be like they don't recognize him or something, because it was like completely pointless. Yep, and, and it didn't even last that long anyway. No, it yeah, it felt, it just felt contrived a bit. Yeah. Um, things that worked for me, I loved the musical numbers. I love the colors, the costumes. Like I was, we read a review before I went and saw it with our six-year-old and the review was very negative about it. So I went in with bad 
um, with low expectations. But and so it surprised me that I enjoyed it as much as I did. But I thought that they like the, the singers were fantastic. Like they actually picked people who could sing and the music was good. I really liked Will Smith's part in that. Yeah, uh, I agree with the article's critique of the scene in question, which is there should have been more dancers. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it still feels small. It still felt mm-hmm. like it was almost on a stage. Mm-hmm. Like really um, more spectacle would have been. Yeah. Good. Especially after they're like, like Bollywood. And then I watched a Bollywood video and I'm like, oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Bollywood is incredibly flashy and showy and big. Because it feels like they took from that, but then only took like 10%. I mean, mm-hmm. like they could have just had more backup dancers, mm-hmm. like a crowd of people. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been that. Difficult, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it would have, but um, I did like that scene. I just, like, they could have had more more of an entourage for mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a couple parts where I was like, oh, it feels like it needs to be bigger. But then in other parts, I was like, that was plenty big. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think other things that I liked about it. Um, I overall actually liked it. I would give it, honestly, a 7 out of 10. There were two things that really bothered me. Um, one of them is going to be one of my takeaways. So I'm not going to talk about that right now, but, um, um, let's talk about the characters, the growth and et, et cetera. We've already talked a little bit about it. We Jafar is first on my list here. Um, he doesn't have growth, but we do get to know him a he, little bit. He doesn't you know? have on-screen growth, but they do. And he's like, I was a street rat, you yeah. know? So he has that backstory where he didn't have any in the yeah. cartoon. Uh, you just assume he's some sort of like noble guy that was always on top and just wanted more. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sultan, how, uh, how is his character in this? Um, we don't even need to compare it to the original. Let's just have it stand on his own. Um, He's kind of weak, honestly. He was in the cartoon, not to... I just said he well, he was... In he the was cartoon, more of a he was, he was Yeah, he was, he was cute. Really silly, he was like yeah. bubbly, huggable, squishy. And for some reason, two feet tall. Yes. Um, I, I was okay with that in the cartoon. Um, yeah, it, it makes yeah. It makes it... Um, plausible for Jafar to take advantage of him, honestly, yeah. because he isn't a which is something else person. Yeah, which is something else they didn't play up on as much. I felt like they did the mind um, hypnosis thing more in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. You know, earlier on maybe because mm-hmm. they only kind of do it like in the middle and end like once or twice. Um, I was fine with how much they did it. It didn't bother me. I actually totally forgot about that part in the cartoon until he actually brought over the you know the python eyes or whatever mm-hmm. um okay so genie has growth has a character has a backstory everything in this aladdin um, does but his, his is the same jasmine's has changed um she's super power hungry <laughs> she's a she's a sociopathic um narcissist <laughs> she kind of is honestly um she's like I, if only i were in charge i could do a better job than any man ever but we don't they they give her okay so this is I've me, read a lot of me books. being not book smart at being a leader this is i am not okay so i have feminist traits no one will tell you that you know um but i feel like they gave her a very very strong plot device um cardboard personality without giving us a reason why like the way her dad is leading their country is perfectly fine i don't understand why she felt like she could do better you know jafar is obviously evil yeah he wasn't like super incompetent no no he wasn't and their and their country like they have that's the thing like every country has poor and rich people and she was being very i can 
fix all of that, you know? There will never be poor people of fire in charge. Okay, what are you going to do? I read a book. Exactly. She, uh, yeah, okay, she's book um, <laughs> And her dad, I mean, he all of the points that she argues with her dad are the points that he's arguing with her. He's like on her team for. It's Jafar that is. And so she's fighting against her dad when they're on the same team. And it should have been Jafar, you know, and she would have been, she would have recognized that because she's been there just as long as Jafar or her dad, you know? Yeah. I mean, she's been there for a while. And so that, that kind of bothered me. I'm like, I am, I've said this before. I don't care if you give people in movies, um, like a minority side of viewpoint or like some, like a political position, if you give them a reason to have that and, and give it a background a backdrop, you know, so it's not just a political it's, ticket. It's also, it, yeah, it just felt like they were checking the box again. Exactly. So, um, so I'm like, why is, why does she feel that way? You know why? And they don't have a strong, modern, independent woman 2000 years ago. Exactly. So I'm like, there's no explanation there for it, you yeah. know? And so, and so I'm this with our books, with books, you've got to have a reason. Like, here's the thing. Um, her position, the way she's portrayed in this movie is, is fairly, it's, it's a little more liberal than conservative, right? Um, readers are not going to care if you have a liberal or a conservative character, if they have a strong reason and they're, you know, it's like, it's, um, what's the word? Like there's they're, a purpose that they're they making a... straw man arguments. They're exactly. Like setting yes. up a false, really like bad guy and then knocking it down. Yeah. Like they're not using good arguments. They're just, I could do a better job because my perspective is better, but they never give her a perspective. They like, she only goes outside the palace once and you know, yeah. Doesn't really learn anything from it. <laughs> like, yeah. So too much. I mean, then she looks out her window and she's like, See, there's some poor people over there. I could really help them if I were um, if I were in charge. And yeah. Never says what she would do, and then Aladdin even calls her and he's like, "What do you know?" And she's like, "I've read a lot of books," and that was it. And I was like, "Okay, fantastic idea, I guess." Yeah. So, um, like I was saying, if for it made, your it made books, more two dimensional. If if you're writing a book, like your readers will enjoy it more if you have a reason, if you give give characters a reason for how they feel and things like that. Anyway, so I can't remember exactly what I was going to say, but um, if you have your characters have viewpoints that share yours, give them a reason. Don't marry sue them. Yeah, make them feel like they are their own person and not just your platform or your soapbox. And Anyway, so that's actually part of my takeaway. I'll get back. I'll get to that later, but um, a little bit more later, just kind of a little hint of that later. Okay, can we go on to trivia? Is that okay? Sure. Okay, so Frank Welker is the guy who voiced Abu and the Cave of Wonders in the cartoon, and he's actually the one who did them both in this live-action remake. Cool. And he's the very first person to reprise a role from the cartoon to the live remake. Excellent. And I didn't know that it was the nice. same person. I'm like, Abu and the Cave of Wonders. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know? They didn't animate the Cave of Wonders. I was kind of disappointed. What do you mean animate? Well, when it talks, it actually moves in the cartoon. Oh, that's right. Um, I, Yeah, that's true. I, didn't I was expecting it. it to, and then I, and it didn't. I was like, oh. I, don't. I think, honestly, I think it would have terrified our kids if it had, because that part's already scary. Like, grab my arm. So if they had animated it, there are mm -hmm. things that don't translate to... Um, live that, you know, change a rating or change the perception. 
And so I think that if they had animated it, it would have scared kids more. Um, let's see. Okay, Will Smith was absolutely terrified to play the part of Genie. Who'd be um, intimidating? He knew people would compare him to Robin Williams, and he absolutely wanted to make sure that he he's like, I want to play this in such a way that it's like homage to Robin Williams while still being my own part. And it, yeah, very intimidating, but I still think he did fine as Genie. Like, I, I was very skeptical before watching it, but then watching I'm like, you know, it's kind of like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air mixed with, you know, all of Will Smith's characters, and so it actually worked for him. Oh, he recorded Friend Like Me when he met the composers. Um, so he was, again, intimidated. He was just like, I have no idea what's going on. But they wanted him to record the day he met them. Uh, and the director chose Will Smith because he could be small or similar enough to Robin Williams while still making it his own role. Because he's a comedian. You know, he's funny. He's bigger than life, like Robin Williams was. But, But I think... Honestly, like having Will Smith play the part was a very, very good choice on their part rather than having some unknown comedian or some unknown random person, you know? you have, Well, I mean, the genie is such a big part. They have to have somebody notable in it. Yeah. Even if they did a good job, it's not enough of a draw. They had to have somebody who could, who could draw a crowd. Yeah, agreed. He is the biggest actor. He's he the is. only, He's big, the actor. only big actor. Yep. So I don't know what they would have done without him, mm -hmm. honestly. Yeah. Um, and he's got enough range in his acting ability. Yeah. It can be serious and funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and he's very different from Robin Williams as well. So. Yeah. Um, Jim Carrey was the original choice for Genie. He couldn't do it because he was involved in a lawsuit at that point. Apparently, it's a very public lawsuit, and I don't know what, what it was. But uh, how would, I mean, Jim Carrey as Genie? He'd be more like Robin Williams. He would Think be. Think of the mask. But, uh, I don't... Yeah, he was great in the mask, but Jim Carrey physically does not fit the, you He's know... He's 3D. doesn't really matter. It's true. But um, I think Will Smith... Make him look like whatever. Yeah. I think I still think Will Smith fits... His body fits Genie better. I don't know. Robin Williams playing a, a live action role wouldn't look good either. <laughs> Robin Williams. If he was surprises role in real life. Yeah, no kidding. Nobody would want to see that. Running why Robin Williams running around with a shirt on. This is Will Smith's first Disney movie. Interesting. Thought that was interesting. Um, and then there are two major changes they made in costumes from the cartoon. Aladdin was shirtless, pretty much the whole original movie. And Jasmine was she was um midriff the whole original movie and they wanted to make this movie be more family appropriate and they the comment they made was that certain things in cartoons don't translate okay into that wasn't the director's wife do you remember i would tell I, I read oops i read an article where it talked about how she was like if you put her in a belly if you have her midriff bare then i will divorce you do you remember me telling you that something anyway so the director's wife i believe it was the director's wife was like you have to make sure that she's modest and so she's she is she's very modest she's even more modest than the backup dancers and things like that singers but they their point was that things don't transfer people would be it would have been very distracting if it's Aladdin true. I mean, been shirtless the whole movie and yeah uh, it's it's true i mean and and the, and the show the cartoon stylized anyway. yeah yeah um, it's, it's not live I mean, it's a it's a similar. It's still a different medium, really. I mean, animation is different than live action. There's just different stylistic considerations. Yeah. Let's see. Even um, like action, how people fall and roll. I mean, physics are different. You know. Yeah. 
the the genie can be more of a cartoon because he's magical than a real person can. You know, like his arms turn into cannons and he shoots them. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's more like a cartoon than real life. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard to bridge that gap and it can be jarring if you do it incorrectly. You have to have that tune, cartoon things and with real life things when everyone else has to obey a certain set of physics and then he doesn't. And anyway, you you have to do it because it is beyond what normal people do right yeah but then to do it in such a way that still feels convincing um it's a hard it's a hard uh, line to walk. to walk yeah um patrick stewart campaigned for the role of jafar interesting that would have been kind of cool he was pre- he previously turned it down for the cartoon version and he's regretted it ever since i don't think he fits it physically so I, I mean, he's, uh, he could be tall and skinny enough. That's true, but I mean, I'm physically as, and he's not the right nationality. Like, put fix that up. But I'm, I'm glad they picked somebody who's legit. It's better. But I, I, I like think, that guy. Fine, he was good. So I mean, but Patrick Stewart, Patrick I wish he Stewart. hadn't turned down that original role because he would have been pretty awesome as Jafar. He has a lot of gravitas. Yes, he does. And honestly, but then he would have outshone um, Will Smith because I'd say Patrick Stewart is a bigger actor than Will Smith. I wouldn't say so. I think they they're. Enough, well, maybe right? it's my next generation side talking. Cause maybe it is. Um, because it, it's not a bombastic role either. He's a very no. measured and calculating person, mm-hmm. and the genie's very loud. Yeah. So I think yeah, just speak by the nature of their roles, it wouldn't be it a wouldn't problem. Have, yeah. Um, yeah, I think he would have been interesting, honestly. But, I mean, I like who they picked. I wasn't disappointed. No, I like him. Like I said, I wish he they just He has a great him. evil face, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's attractive while being you can see him. He's he's not I don't know. Aladdin's way wide eyed and very yeah. young and innocent looking. So mm-hmm. Jafar's they picked he's per- perfect for it. Yeah. Anyway. Excellent casting. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are your takeaways? Uh character motivations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you watch both and then you can see how they why characters do things are different and how that affects the watch plot. the cartoon and this one mm-hmm. uh-huh. it's like like because it's it's the same story mm-hmm. and then you can see what happens when you give characters different motivations yeah because the that, cartoon didn't really have a lot of the same a lot of motivations honestly at all yeah. let alone these ones and if Other they did have Aladdin them, had... wanting to get out of the streets basically mm-hmm. so it's and Jafar wanting to rule the world. Yeah, but why? Like we were saying, and yeah. they actually have a little bit of and it, but it it does give put them in different situations, and it yeah. does make them interact a little differently. Yeah, um, and it changes the story, it changes the tone. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting like before and after you can mm-hmm. do, mm-hmm. and it's by the same company and a lot of the same music's in there, and yeah. you know, uh, some of the same scenes. Almost exactly, but yeah. with a different twist because of the different characters involved. And you can see like how you can have the same situation and even the same characters and how they can turn out differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. So how does this apply to writers? Well, when you plan out, I mean, is you know, you can write a scene, one thing happens, another scene. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can write it like, is that really what I want to happen? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you write it again and it comes out differently, mm-hmm. even though they're the same characters with the same motivations or you maybe give them a slightly different motivation. And You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, lots of people, lots of authors do, you know, they come to a decision and they do like a short write up of both paths. Yeah. Um, I know Brandon Sanderson does this where he's like, what if I know this, I don't want this to happen, but what, what would, if, yeah. what if, and then he uses that as like an argument. Cause they're like, 
if we do that, you know, if we do go this way, then this might happen, you know, and he needs to know what that might be. Mm-hmm. And maybe it turns out to be a better plot. And, you know, you know, so having an idea, like if your character's making a choice, you should n- at least have a general idea what would happen if they chose the other thing. Yeah. I think it makes stronger writing mm-hmm. if you know, if the, you know what the alternative is. Mm-hmm. And even the characters might know what the alternative is if yeah. they make the other choice. I mean, obviously, they, they're choosing the other thing for a reason. They must be not choosing the other thing for a reason. Yeah. Um, and it's good to know what those are, mm-hmm. even if you don't explicitly write it down in the book. Yeah. So what's your next takeaway? I don't remember now. <laughs> um, character motivations, that's probably the biggest difference, like I said. Okay, so I'll go ahead and give my takeaways while you're trying to remember yours. I had had them, dang it. Maybe maybe mine will jog yours. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so um, I I liked a lot of the changes they make, and I like that I like modernizing stories like Aladdin. You know, they would have cut her wrist off, you know, her hand off when she stole things. That's they do that. They mention in the cartoon quite a bit, but they there's certain things that just are too much of a stretch. Like, it's got to be plausible for the time period while still being a little bit modern so that modern audiences can appreciate it. Um, Making her sultan. (laughs) Um, So it needs to make sense. Like, okay, so for that time period, I don't know. It wouldn't have happened. Um, they could, they could, okay. So making sense, changing the law. So she doesn't need to marry a prince. That would be more plausible, I think, than making her Sultan. It's equally implausible, honestly. Is it? Yeah. The nobles would be pissed. That's true. That's a good point. There's a whole class of people. But who... yeah. And that's actually a good point. Like you can't like making her Sultan, making Aladdin Sultan, you, you know, people would uprise against them, you know, they would, yeah. they would. I mean, uh, the, especially the nobles, because they're like, um, how come a commoner gets to marry up? You know, like, yeah. what about So us? that happened in the cartoon, the original yes. cartoon. So I guess what we're doing, what they're doing is they're ignoring all possible um, repercussions. But she wasn't She was just the daughter. I'm talking and, about this one. I know. But I mean, in the original one, she wasn't sultan. And so she married Aladdin. Mm-hmm. But what does that do to the line of secession? You know, does their kid become sultan or yeah. the, his next, of, like the sultan's next of kin become sultan? It's not really important in a child's cartoon. Mm-hmm. It isn't, but no. it does, from an adult's perspective, it changes things. Ra- raises some interesting questions about the political situation, I like mean, with her it didn't becoming go away. sultan. Yeah, it didn't go away. Mm-mm. Like the world they live in didn't just stop. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm watching this strictly. I've been watching this too much from the viewpoint of an adult because I'm like, that's not possible. You know, like it is a kids' movie. It yeah. is a kids' movie, though. Um, Anyway, but that did, that rubbed me wrong. I was like, um, I don't, I don't think that Aladdin would have made a good Sultan either though, because like, I mean, what are the options? She honestly, between the two of them, she really would be the better option because she does have more hands-on experience for being in the palace her whole life, you know? But I think either of them would probably ruin the, their country. (laughs) Oh, I agree. Uh, I mean, she's a little naive. I mean... She's naive. And the thing is, like, you kind of, like, naivety leads to making big mistakes that can destroy. You know, if you're, if you come across as weak to other countries, they invade. You that's, know? What I, that's why I said, like, if they, they declared her an Aladdin Sultans or whatever the boy, not a Sultan name is yeah. for Aladdin. Yeah. They would have. I mean, yeah. it's easy pickings. They're yeah. going to do it. 
Yeah, maybe I'm also the romantic in me. I would rather not be the leader. I'd rather marry the leader. <laughs> so I'm you like... You messed up on that one. I'm like, what's that? You messed up on that. I'm a worker drone. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but I'm like, I would, I'm would. i I'm a traditional girl. Like, I want to marry the guy who's got the power rather than be the one who has the power. This is nothing about our relationships. <laughs> Nolan's like, but, but. I'm like, stop taking it that way. <laughs> Our next husband will be much more powerful. This is just a stepping stone. My next husband or, nine or, or her next husband. Stone. Oh my gosh, that's that awful, Nolan. We're, You'll get there, honey. No. Are you saying that you're going to step up and become a president or a no. king or something? King Where's your coronation? Warlord. Uh, I always wanted to be a warlord or a robber baron. Drug lord? Warlord. <laughs> How I mean, you become I mean, a warlord? I would sell drugs, maybe. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Just as a side thing. Everyone's got to have a side business. Side gig. Yes, yeah. whatever. How are you going to become a warlord? I mean, this is ABCQ. You got to give me the letters in between. All right. Anyway, so... Um, I can kill without pity and regret. That's how you can become a warlord? Yeah, it's a good quality. Have you killed without pity and regret? No, but I know I can. Oh, jeez. I don't think you can. <laughs> You're so evil. I married an evil man. Are you Jafar? No. No, I'm not. Because he's he's a schemer to climb up the ladder. And I just kill everyone between me and the top. So. <laughs> Jeez. Which is worse? Killing it's people. Hot. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go on to my next takeaway now. Okay. okay. My next takeaway. All right, so you need to pick characters who fit the part. So either you write a character for the plot ID you have or you write a plot for the character ID you have. Don't push people where they don't belong. And I'm where, where this is coming from is comparing these actors for these roles to the actors chosen for the roles in Beauty and the Beast. Emma Watson is not Belle. Like I, I had the hardest time listening to her sing, and I think everybody listening to this podcast who knows how music's supposed to sound. I know there are people, some people are tone, tuned deaf. They can't tell, you know, everybody listening to this podcast knows that she cannot sing and she did not hit that part. Well, she was fine as bell, um, non-singing, but bell is a singing person. And so I just, I had a really hard time with that. And this movie they aced it. Like they got, I would say every single person they picked for all of those lead roles was perfect for those lead roles, you know? And so your stories don't force, don't force things. Don't force characters into a plot. Like if you've got like a super snarky person in, and you want to make it into a, like a gentle story that's, you know, gentle romance or something, it doesn't work. You've got to have a plot that is just as flippant as the snarky character is, you know? I agree. Um, making characters act contrary to their nature to fulfill a plot point is bad writing. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't work. It's yeah. very jarring because then you're like, wait, that, that character would never do that. Yeah. You know, and yeah, like um, when I was reading the trivia for Beauty and the Beast, it said Paige O'Hare, who was the original Belle, um, she was very pleased with their decision to cast Emma Watson as Belle. Maybe it's because she was like, yeah, she'll never sing as good as me. I'll always be the best. <laughs> but I, I love Emma Watson. I think she's cute. I think she's fun. But I think that she's not a strong enough personality. Like she's not a strong enough person on stage to be that independent role of Belle and she's not a strong enough singer to be that role. And so this movie, they picked singers who fit the part, you know? 
And I really appreciated that. So yeah, don't, don't fish, don't fist, don't push, don't force. My goodness. Don't force a square into a round hole and vice versa. Did you remember your other takeaway? No, but I've got another one. I'll just bring it up again. The, the, um, genie's powers, mm -hmm. how they just were plot devices devices just to fulfill the part of being a genie because it's like uh you're not really a prince i you didn't wish yourself to be a prince you're not really a prince oh you're really a sorcerer yeah you know yeah and i was yeah. like if you make him a prince then he, he wished to be a prince he didn't wish to appear like a prince i'm wondering if i mean he has magic he could give somebody else magic so he gave the sorcerer sorcerer powers yeah I mean, but he could just go take away somebody's stuff and give it to aladdin i mean i don't yeah. know yeah. Change everyone's mind. I mean, it's not that crazy. Yeah. Given what, all the other things that he's doing. You're thinking doing. more than the director and, and screenwriter did. And it's not on <laughs> Tell me about it. That happens all the time. <laughs> it's not a joke either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of insulting to them, but too bad. Um, it was really inconsistent, and I hate that sort of thing. Where it's, yeah. Because it's like he needed to it needed to be fake for Aladdin to be fake, and then it needed to be real for Jafar to be real to do bad things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, pick one or the other, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even think about that when I was watching it at all, and I've seen the movie twice. Yeah. I, 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 if you'll recall our um, Thor Ragnarok episode, um, I talk about how much I hate it when they invalidate their premise and that, That's that movie. That's skyline, too. <laughs> and then that, that, and that Thor Ragnarok does it, but I still freaking love that movie, so yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and they still made it like a million bajillion dollars. Yeah. So what do I know anyway, I guess? You can make horrible errors and be a poor writer and still make millions of dollars. <laughs> what did you think about this movie overall anyway? Like, we haven't talked about it at all. It was okay. I did not like it as much as you. Mm -hmm. But I didn't feel like it was a waste of time. Mm -hmm. uh, I felt that way about some of the other ones. I don't know. Um, let me think. The only one I've seen is Cinderella, which I actually didn't love or hate i mean it's not really my jam so it doesn't it makes sense that i wouldn't have liked it that much yeah it wasn't a musical was it she's singing i don't remember honestly i don't remember that's how much i don't remember plus yeah. we brought we Emma. only watched it once and we had a two-year-old there yeah and she didn't make it to the end of the movie it was i mean she did but she wasn't happy about it yeah that is that was distracting um but nobody talks about it nobody mm -hmm. talks about most of these live action movies after mm -hmm. they're done mm -hmm. remember dumbo I didn't even know they made a live action out of it until exactly. like last week. Yeah, because it bombed. Nobody Dumbo cared. the cartoon was awful, though. I hated the cartoon. I don't know why they chose to adapt. I was like, that's what you're doing? Like yeah, for a live kidding. action movie and then you don't have any people in it, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, that was a poor choice. Yeah. Uh, and if Disney wants to make more money, please hire me to fix your plot holes and to tell you not to make Dumbo the movie. Yeah, no kidding. I could have saved you $10. I would have saved you millions. Stupid idea. So, um, this, my, my expectations were, I was expecting a one or a two out of 10. I might work that low, but, um, and that's why I enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, and I, there are things about it that I liked that I think are still decent. Like they did get good singers and they like the costumes were a lot of fun. I don't know. Jafar's like costumes were fantastic, especially as he got evil or an eviler. Like I really liked them. And then jasmine's me being a girl of course i absolutely loved her jewelry and her her dresses and stuff what are those called pantaloonies with a dress over it <laughs> i don't know anyway um but like it reminds me of when we were doing dress the drastic movies with josh and the second one was so awful and when the third one ended we were both like well that wasn't so bad and josh was like that sucked <laughs> it's because we'd had such low expectancies expectations you know 
So, so what you do is you release a terrible movie that you make on a budget, and then you release an okay movie that you spend some money on, and then people think it's an amazing movie. Well, Twilight, <laughs> those movies. They did steadily gain in quality over time. They did, yeah. And then the last one, they did the best that they could with the material that they were given. They did the cardinal sin of splitting up the last book into two movies when there's not enough material. Uh, yes. That's pretty much it for this episode. Um, yeah. Um, my brain. I'm so tired. Our baby was sick this week. He had the flu, and I got to hold him all night long, and he's a very loud breather <laughs> so he slept for about two hours and then the rest of the time and i was like awake during that time and then the rest of the time he was waking up every five ten minutes crying poor little kid and so that was not last night but the night before and today is the day where i'm physically trying to recover from that so anyway we are talking about we we've been discussing rewards we want to do i've decided that when i write a book and finish a series that nolan is going to be the one who chooses my reward and it's going to be a surprise. Um, so there you go. Okay, so I think that's it for today. Unless you have anything else to say? Nope. Okay. All right, we'll talk to you all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.